Hey you, yeah you, come join our Discord. The Mixing Music Discord server is filled with tons of awesome information and people. People that can help you out and information that can help you grow your business and to help you improve your mixes. So come join us and find the invitation link at mixingmusicpodcast.com. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One, two, three. Hello, and welcome back to the Mix of Music podcast. I'm your host, DK, and today with me, as always, Lou, Gundam style <laughs> Moreno. <laughs> Opa, Gundam Lou, I think. I, think. I don't know, maybe, because there, there was also, what was the show called? Gundam. Uh, was yeah, it just Gundam? Gundam. I was thinking of Gundam, and then I went to like the style? with the battle suits, like the Gundam warriors. Yeah, 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 that's what I was thinking. And then I went to style. So, and then I was like, "Oh, that's the Korean dude." I mean, <laughs> I mean, could we combine them? Yeah, you're you're Gund- like, you're like Opa a mecha. Gundam pew, <laughs> like pew pew. I don't know. It, that's a terrible idea. Welcome to Mixing Music Podcast, where we combine cultures that should not be combined. I'm kidding. Or maybe they should be combined. Maybe, maybe they somebody, should. Somebody should draw this and just email it to us. Oh my gosh, this is why we're engineers. Because we're just, <laughs> just kidding. No, geez, no, Leave geez. us to the math, not the creativity. <laughs> no, are you kidding me? That's the most creative thing we've ever done. That's a good creative <laughs> exercise. And uh, this is a good episode. Uh, I wanted to bring up something. And I want to be very touch and feel with this. And, and oh, whoa, I want to be very careful with how sure. I say this because this was a personal experience and I don't want it to be personal for anybody to take this personally. Um, but I think that there's something to learn about this. And I, w- I want to say some pretty harsh words. And Lou, I'm inviting you. In fact, I want you to play devil's advocate for you the sake of You implore me to. I implore me. Please, um, wh- hold on. I, I'm, I'm starting to grow my vocabulary list um I'm I, I, I'm, please be please be uh the recalcitrant child which means rebellious attitude towards authority it almost sounds like i got calluses <laughs> please be uh the guy that we just watched I don't want to say <laughs> but uh uh so i want you to kind of like rebel and 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 you know uh play devil's advocate with me here and try All to right. and and you may find that I'm right, but I'm not trying to You're prove wrong. you right, me right, or anything like that. It's it's more to open up the dialogue about this because I'm sure that there's people listening that feel strongly towards 
what I'm saying, but also will disagree with what I'm saying. So I want, I want to level the playing field here. Okay, so um, the other week, this is about a month ago now, uh, a friend of mine, just an acquaintance, not, not, I wouldn't even say friend, an acquaintance on Facebook posted within our school's private Facebook group um, about free work for composers. Now, to preface it, it's like it was free work, and then when asked about getting credits on the back end, whether through royalties or just getting your name on it, um, she was pretty shady about it. And, and this was nothing to her fault, right? It, it was more like the people that she was trying to get to work for were being shady about it. And maybe she just didn't know. Um, so I want to say that, right, to, to make sure that we're on the same page. Um, the post was taken down by one of the professors and, uh, then the professor in, in response posted, uh, it it was emotional to say the least, um, emotionally stated things along the lines are of that he's tired of people devaluing composers, our, our jobs, our industry, and how everybody else is, being paid on set before the audio and music team and how he's tired that we're the last of priority, the audio music world. And, and he, he doesn't want to promote, he took down the post because he doesn't want to promote this ideology of this idea of not ideology, but this idea of kind of that, like not prioritizing the music and audio um, and asking for free work when everybody else is getting paid kind of thing. And it was actually really something that I think we can all agree on and mm-hmm. something that we've all totally, felt in the totally. past. Um, but I can't deny that it was out of anger, a little bit, definitely not a little bit. It was definitely pretty angry. Um, and due to his state status as an influential member of the school and head of the program and, and as a professor, like, um, People were very much like, it was like a bunch of comments of like, yeah, say it, you know, go on, like really affirmative. And then I decided to be brave and stand up for the idea of, wait a second, this is actually potentially a toxic thought process Mm -hmm. to now, other than we can talk about victim mentality and how that's not useful, but beyond that, like to avoid free work kind of pushes the the agenda of pride and and doesn't really allow people to grow because in my mind and, and this is a gentle balance so I, I basically shut down his idea mm-hmm. um, and I even stated like yo I'm gonna try to be brave about this because nobody else is saying this but I know other people agree with me in fact I talked to one or two other fellow colleagues of mine and and about it that were also in the group and it just kind of rubbed us wrong in the same in 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 one way or another and um so it came down to there's a there's a large thread and another thread about the idea of free work and when that's important or when that's bad and and i want to talk about that in this episode so here's my argument that i want to propose and i want you to find flaws in this argument okay or or maybe even if you agree with me i want you to be that really bad argument for the uh, sake of entertainment all right so uh, like at least at least just try to argue with me try to find flaws i don't know about a spoonful of peanut butter <laughs> i don't know 
you know, they do this on news all the time where they find opposing people that like they're obviously not qualified. don't believe it at all. But they have to do it for the sake of entertainment and for viewership. And it's, it's hilarious. Um, and and both ways. Sorry, I'm not. That made it sound like I'm very right-leaning. I, it, I'm not. <laughs> In fact, just, he leans upside down. There you go. I'm sorry. I don't want to get into this topic. but Like I'm surprised uh, he's sitting on a chair. There you go. Um, <laughs> thank you, Lou, for uh, leading away from this. But uh, <laughs> uh, I want to talk about the importance of doing free work. So in my mind, I went to a very affordable school. Um, actually voted number one in the nation for most value because it's extremely cheap. We're talking like three grand a semester, if that, um, for a high-level music program. So most value in the nation for music, audio, music, not, not necessarily audio, for music. And um, so it's a, a cheap school, $3,000 a semester. We probably, for classes, depending on like what you're, like depending on the classes that you take and whatnot, you're probably making or writing six to 15 songs a semester for class projects. And that's experience. So you're paying $3,000, which is again, really cheap, relatively speaking, to work on six to 15 songs. Okay. So you're going negative money for experience in a classroom. So the theoretical, not real world experience and no feedback based on income, potential income, right? Mm -hmm. Or, or real clients. And in my mind, the way that I see free work, even if it was a bad opportunity that you regret later, <laughs> I think to learn the lesson of you shouldn't do free work is still worth doing free work. In fact, I would even dare to say that if I learned that the dangers of doing free work for ungrateful people, if I learned that lesson and made that mistake now versus five years ago, it would hurt me much, much more and deeper now. So I, if, if I was able to learn that lesson even five years before that, so 10 years ago, I would even be willing to pay about six to $10,000 to learn that lesson the hard way. Because that's how much money I probably would have saved had I learned that lesson earlier. Hmm. Does it make sense? And, and, and more importantly, if I do free work, I'm not doing negative money. I'm not paying someone, but I'm actually getting real world experience. Okay. So this concept of, so two things, the concept of burning your hand on the stove, you know, um, I believe is, is it okay. So let me ask you this. Is it better for a parent to teach a child to be safe or to teach them to be strong? So the first one is, is that a false dichotomy? Is that, is that a false binary? Is that, is it one or the other? Can, is it, so I, I'm assuming that you help a child to be safe and you teach them to be strong or opposites and you have to choose. I know that's not the case. There's a lot of gray area, mm -hmm. but let's assume that it is a two choice decision, right? Would you rather have your child be safe or would you rather have them be strong? Be strong. I mean, every, everything that we do in our career, is this not the riskiest career to jump into? Yeah, absolutely. So, so and I, I, I'm just going to be honest. I love the fact that I chose this. I know I could be making more money as a doctor, but I really don't give a shit about somebody else's heart. And, and this this goes into a whole nother like psychology <laughs> thing where like creatives have to be creative or they die. Like that's a, that's a that's a psychological truth. Like I don't like, know a creative surgeon. 
Like, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, not die, you know, not literally, but emotionally just are not fulfilled. Creatives yeah. have to be creative. And, if, and um, uh, I don't care if you like him for his political beliefs or not. It doesn't matter. I, I like him for his psychological his studies. Uh, Jordan Peterson talks about uh, the importance of creative to continually be creative. Like, he has a lot of seminars on creativity and how that affects the mind and how that affects society and, and how important creatives are and how bad they are creating income, <laughs> uh, statistically speaking. But um, going back to uh, this idea of the, the child burning his hand on the stove, their hand on the stove, right? Um, I would, I hate to say it, especially as a parent of two kids myself, I, it kills me to see my son burn his hand on the stove. But I know for a fact that he now has the most intrinsic motivation to never again touch his hand on the stove than the kid that never was rebellious enough to try. He might be smarter because he was able to learn the lessons from somebody else, his experience. But the fact that my son now is able to say, yo, that stove is hot, can now teach the next generation and more people around him from personal experience... Um, but as well as have a deeper understanding of what hot means, mm-hmm. what a burn feels like and what the consequences are. So in my mind, I think free work in the sense of, cause we've talked about free work for like income and like gaining clientele, but I'm talking about experience in my mind. I see school as you're paying money, going negative money for non real world experience. Hopefully, right? Oh, I mean, like, hopefully you have some real world that turns into real world experience. Hopefully they get you an internship. Right, exactly, which is huge for audio programs, right? Um, But I would argue that unlike the argument that the professor posted in the group, that I think free work, whether it's actually beneficial to the person doing it, is very much necessary for their personal career development and human growth. What do you think? I think it's true. Um, now You're supposed to argue with No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I think it's true. I think it's true. I, th- I think it's ultimately necessary. I mean, I'd be lying if I didn't say I'm doing free work right now. 10, 11 years into this industry, I'm mixing uh, Jalen Rance's album. You know, all because I believe in the guy. But there's a difference between doing free work because you do not value or believe in yourself enough and doing free work because you believe in a project. Mm. And I think that's where that gray area really exists. Why are you doing it for free? Do you have so little doubt in yourself at this moment that you did not think to even ask for a payment? That is a really, oh, that's a good point. Thank you, Lou. I, what is the question that you said? Why? Yeah, why? So what, what are some examples of some good reasons to do free work and some bad examples? Well, uh, as I mentioned, I'll use Jalen as the example. I've known Jalen. Which is an artist that you're working with right yeah, now. Yeah, Jalen Rance, really awesome guy. I believe he's got a few, maybe like three or four songs on Spotify or somewhere. Uh, I know when I heard them there, I was like, damn, who is this guy? Then I heard some of the stuff that they were working on for the album. And to be honest, I was extremely flattered when he hit me up and said, like, I really would rather you mix it. Didn't hear anything for like a month. Then his manager, Alex, hits me up. Uh, and Alex is the owner of the sister studio down the street from us, uh, Forever the Family. Um, but the funny thing is this. 
I know he didn't have a budget. His manager hit me up and said, hey, I don't know how we can pay you. I can maybe give you certain products. I can maybe try to pay you back and like uh, like using our studio for free. Respectfully. Something. Respectfully. Yeah, he exactly. Respe- he didn't say, I don't have money. Screw he you. He said, what can we do to make this work? Yes. And I said, Which you know huge. what? That, that's I very- would rather bet on the album because I believe in the artist. I believe in the team. I believe in what they're doing and how they work. And because of that, I'm willing to do it for quote-unquote free. Now, I am getting points on the back end, but because they learn to value who I am now, here's the funny thing. I have done, like, some free touch-ups for them. You know that we take care of their studio, so we obviously have a level of respect for each other. If you do not have some sort of communication or some kind of respect for the people that you are working with or they for you, then if you're doing it for free because they just don't have a budget and you're just trying to get out there, but they don't exactly respect what you're doing for them, why are you doing it? Like, sure, you could try to do it for experience and you could try to do it for to not go negative and the ability to grow your skills, but you could also do that with your friends who do respect you and your time. But a good reason to do something for free is if you're trying to move your career forward. I really like Dylan's music. I hope you guys listen to his album but even if it didn't do well, I did it because I believe in the project. Now, I'm not doing this because I'm trying to learn something new. I could probably try something new, but I'm doing it because this is a project that I believe in and that I think can do well. So I'm offering myself essentially for free with the hopes of something good coming out of it. Not because I'm hoping that they'll hire me for a future gig because they already tried hiring me. We just worked out a different deal. So the points out of this specific example that I think we can pull from is, one, you like the artist and you wanted to do it for fun, mm-hmm. right? Which is important. I think that that's fair to pull up. Two, they asked respectfully, which goes a long way and kind of goes to show that they're not trying to screw you over. They're not trying to abuse the concept of, oh, yeah, there's a lot of engineers that will do it for free. No, absolutely not. Um, And I would say that anybody listening right now, you'd be surprised how far that goes, even with me and Lou. If you do not, cannot afford our mixes. Show me your song. Yeah, and if if you're good, on top of you're extremely respectful and just trying to find something, you may not be able to pay in money, but you may be able to pay in something else other than exposure dollars. I'm teasing. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) But for real, though, like... That effort, um, there's this word that we use in Japanese all the time. It's, it's, it's a couple things like kiyotsuko, which is like kiyotsuko in Japanese is kind of like to kind of pay attention and, and to walk on eggshells, but that has a negative connotation in English, but more like to basically use your common sense around people and to try to show people with words or with feeling that you respect their time, their thoughts, their personal agency, right? And would that tie into kimochi? Kimochi is 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 feeling, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the feeling. So if if you say something, right, it's not enough to say, "I want to help you wash." I, I want. I'm going to help you wash the dishes. It's not enough for me to say to my wife, "I'm going to wash the dishes." It's it's more important for me to tell my wife, "I'm going to wash the dishes" because I want to wash the dishes, and I don't have to vocalize that I want to. But if I say I'm going to wash the dishes and like look like I hate it the entire time, then it may not have – the kimochi wasn't there. The feeling wasn't there. So you just did been, it to do it. Yeah, and maybe that wasn't actually helpful for our relationship at all. It may, it may have had negative consequence, right? So, um, But, I mean, this idea of 
So he was very respectful. That's the second thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I would say the third thing is that it wasn't for free. You did take, you are taking a percentage. It is. But the reality is I'm betting on something where even if it makes no money, I have no regret in doing it. Yeah. Absolutely. And that, that's really important. If you don't, here's the thing. Um, I believe everybody should be paid. I, f- I feel like everybody should be credited. There's so many issues in this industry that we can talk for days about. But the reality is this. If you work on something, do you the best that you can, no matter how much money you get paid. But you always try to get something. Because the concept of free being bad is when you didn't at least try to get something in exchange. Whether it's credit, whether it's some points, whether it's... If somebody offers to wash your car... For reals, though. Yeah. I've, to be honest, I had somebody offer to clean my studio for a week in exchange for a mix and master for three songs. I did the three mix, uh, the three songs, and I did not ask him to clean. Because he actually showed up to clean on the first day. Because that Kimochi... Like, yeah. That, I looked at him, I'm like, dude, that my gratitude. studio's already clean. We keep it immaculate all the time. Thank you to our staff, but... The reality is, I don't need you to clean it, but the fact that you literally showed up with a broom and a mop. And you were serious, and that's the thing too, is like, if you're going to use this, especially as a listener that's trying to use this as a technique, it is extremely important to not just speak it. Like, you have to be ready and expect nothing in return. Yeah. And and when when you have that feeling, it's funny because if you actually believe it, then when you say it, the listener can feel it. Yeah. And, and and have you ever said I love you and you kind of held back on it? <laughs> have you? I'm sure you have at some point. My point is this: don't tell somebody like, "Hey, I really like your mixes, this and that." Like, I could do something for you, this and that. We don't care what you can do. Is the majority of the reality like we get promised things all the time and whether you're an artist that says hey we want to use your song for our youtube channel like we really love it like we can't afford to pay you anything it's like well what can we do because the reality is the the concept of wanting to return the favor or return the the i guess the action if you want to call it that like hey please do me this favor i can do these favors in exchange the fact that you say more of how can i help you means a lot more than most people think. Yeah, and and I think there's a lot of really... I think that's a perfect example of with Jalen of, of a good time to do free work. Now, let's talk about some bad times. Okay, so um, I have had people who call me and say, hey, um, I got this project. We really don't have a budget, but we just need it mixed. Like, it doesn't have to be anything cool. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Um, and if you can, like, we just need it by tomorrow. Okay, who's on the project? Oh, well, it doesn't really matter who's on the project. It's like, up oh, red flags already. So you don't want to tell me who's involved. You don't really want to give me some time to do it, and you want me to do it with urgency. So, why, why didn't you have somebody else in your team do it? A lot of these people that ask me for these kind of things tend to already have the person that recorded it. Why didn't the re- person recording it agree to just mix it themselves? I think that's an immediately re- immediate red flag when someone says that they have a schedule and they push you harder. Usually people with, with respect that aren't trying to take advantage of you, even if they have a schedule, mm-hmm. will be really flexible in the yeah. sense that like, yo... I'm going to let you know the first thing I'm going to tell you is that this is on a schedule and that I don't want to intrude on your time. So please, like, you can say no 
Yeah. But I mean, this is on a schedule. That's very respectful. And yeah. that, that comes across well. But if someone says, like, tells you that it's on a schedule and tries to tomorrow. sweep it on the, like, no, nah, that's, that's a red flag. And, and that may hurt you. Yeah. But again, going back to my previous conversation, maybe it's time to get hurt if you've never been hurt before. Because you're going to really feel that and it's better to do it now. Than is later. it safe to know. say that it's a good idea to do free work? To so actually, you know what? What? When is it a good idea to do free work? It's when you haven't experienced enough. You'd be surprised how much uh, of the negative side of our industry you could experience when you do work with people who only expect free work. When you hear the concept of, oh, once we start making money, I'll pay you. Once we start this, once we start that, which is never really a bad thing. It's not a bad promise to take in consideration, but there's a lot of people who promise it all the time. And it's a good idea to start learning how to pick up on these personalities, how to pick up on the conversation types and things of that nature. So if you're going to do free work, just to put it on, like put it on Craigslist, put it on uh, OfferUp, on Facebook Marketplace, like free mix, free mix. You'd be surprised. Like, there's a lot of really grateful people out there. But there's also a lot of people who, once they get that one free mix or they ask you to do that one extra step that you never agreed to, um, if you give them an inch, they'll try to take a mile. It's a good idea to try to learn from these experiences on how to communicate, how to move better. Because if you've never experienced a bad situation, you don't know how to move in a bad situation. Yeah, and I think this is – and as we kind of end the episode here, um, I my big argument – is that I do think one of the things, one of the main attributes that have made Lou and I successful to, to a relative degree, whatever that is, maybe from your perspective, if you're younger, we seem to be very, it doesn't matter, right? Relatively successful. Um, I would say a big major portion of that is our amount of resilience, the fact that we can have tsunamis of stress and pressure hit us and we will stand our ground. We are deeply rooted in the love and passion for the work. Oh, yeah. and, and, and part of it is from ignorance because we don't know what's around us in the deep seas and what's in the tsunami waves. But I would say a lot of it has come from me and Lou have been burned more than anybody else, has made mistakes more than anybody else. And, and if you make, if you avoid making mistakes, you're doing yourself a disservice by lowering your resilience. And, and so that's the point that I think I'm trying to make is, is not necessarily about free work, like, cause we talk about that for income, building clientele, blah, 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 whatever. But I would say in the sense of like humility and for learning, if, if your purpose is to learn and to mm-hmm. grow, Good or bad, if you don't know, if you like the project, I would just base it off of that. Yeah. Are you trying to be a film composer? Then maybe you should take that film composer gig. It wouldn't make sense for me or Lou to take that film composer gig, even if we were inexperienced. It wouldn't, because that's not what we're trying to do. But if it is something that you'd at least like to do or gain some experience and learn more about, I would love to volunteer um, with a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I would love to do that. That's something that I personally have some interest in, would love to learn about. Um, or, but uh, I don't think that it necessarily has to be something with your career, but I think that experience getting burned, making mistakes is a huge part of the educational process and that intelligent people that want to continue to grow 
to or to throw away their ignorance chit, uh, bit by bit, piece by piece over time, has to be open to making mistakes. Yeah. And that may include accidentally picking up a bad session. <laughs> now, to do it on purpose is stupid, I would have to say. Yeah, once again... Learn who you're doing this for. But like to say no to everything because you ha- because you're afraid of it is also another. I mean, I guarantee both of us. Uh, we don't have that much time left, but I guarantee both of us have had free sessions or unpaid sessions. I mean, Tizio talked about it too, yeah. where it made our career or really changed the trajectory of our career. Yeah. No, you're right. Absolutely. So, uh, was that I? <laughs> This could know. be useful. This could not be useful. But the reality is this. Nonetheless, if you choose to do free work, honestly do it. It can only help you. It can only help you. You don't go into debt going to school to do the same work you would have done. The only difference between going to school and doing free work is though you do go in the negative for the amount of songs that you're writing per semester, you also have somebody whose job it is is to make sure you learn. Your client will not tell you how to correct your issue. They will That's only expect huge. they will only expect you to correct it yourself. So, take an internship. That's a worthwhile free work. Yo, you know how much money I'd pay for clients to actively complain so I know what the fuck to fix? Everybody, make one complaint to DK now. Just hold email on, him one. On. I mean, but for real though, like Make it about his hair. As a company, as a company, there's literally a bunch of tech companies out there that provide Fast and safe ways for the company, without hurting their PR, their branding, their marketing, to provide feedback or complaints mm-hmm. that help them change their their company. And people pay Actually, shit tons of money to get uh, a collection company, of negative. What is it called? Pissed client or pissed people or something like that? Oh, there's a few of them out there. Yeah, I, I recently had to send out a review on that uh, because of uh, Capital One for whatever reason. They sent me an email there, and I saw the email title pissed people or something like that leave a review of your experience i was like why is it called pissed people with like an emoji face for real though like, like for, what for is cli- this and that is the one flaw with clientele with real world experiences that if you do have a negative experience in a classroom you the teacher's job is to tell you but in the real world you can have pissed someone off and have done the worst work ever and you're open to the feedback. You're open to learn and grow, but they won't provide you that feedback because no, they won't. Most I've, people don't complain. They're sure. Next, I think I told you the this happened uh, not too long ago. This I believe this is what I want to say about a week ago. Uh, we had an engineer who got complained against. Uh, he was a hired engineer for a session, but apparently he did not uh, hold up to their standards. So they gave me a call and said, "Hey, you know." We want to talk about a solution. I Instead of doing any kind of refunds or anything, I offered myself to engineer a free session for them. You know, as an exchange and said, hey, you know what? I feel really bad about your experience. Let me make this right. I'll take care of it. I'll actually engineer the session for you. They agreed, but they never told the engineer. And that's the reality. Your client will not tell you when you're fired. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, you're just fired and you don't know it. So on that note, the camera just died, um, so it just ended the clip, but uh, <laughs> on that note, 
there's a lot more that I want to say and dive deep into. That was a really good ending. Oh, shoot, whatever. Uh, but maybe we'll do more episodes about this later. Um, what do you think? If you're on YouTube, please leave a comment. Um, we do have a list of sponsors for the show. Thank you for Loughton. Thank you for Autotune. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for File Pass, which oh, is yeah. really awesome. Um, we finally got Isotope on board. Uh, we're going to start promoting their stuff soon. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're thinking for sponsors. If you're looking for our resources for free, mm-hmm. um, free plugins from Plugin Alliance or whatever it is, free PDFs that we have, go to mixingmusicpodcast.com. Uh, backslash links, and that's the fast pass into all the different links that we have, including our sponsors list. If you if you decide to use any of the discount codes provided through the uh, the sponsors list, we actually make a little bit of money from that, so we appreciate your support in any way possible. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, happy mixing, my friends, and stay saucy. One, two, three. <laughs>